You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem Happy Hump Day, everybody. You're listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. And I'm happy to say, Vicki, this is episode 295 of the Mousecapades podcast. That is correct. 295. We're closing in on 300. I am just glad I got the number right. We would actually be over 300 if some of those episodes hadn't got lost. 19 were deleted a while back by accident. So we would be... We would be well over 300. That's okay. We can celebrate next week like it's all new. We are bringing you rumors and news today. It is our hump day rumors and news episode. This episode is brought to you by, as always, WaltExpress.com. Go ahead and check them out. WaltExpress.com to become that expert. So go ahead and check them out for more tips, deals, and all things Disney. Hey, I'm looking at their website right now, Vixter, and they have some new posts up there. And they looks like they posted... Uh, the grand opening of the new Disney style in Disney Springs. Oh, I, much of it's a, a new post from yesterday. That was not much of a success. No, it isn't a success. Oh, I thought you said it wasn't. <laughs> no, no, it is. It's. I've, I've seen a lot of pictures of the inside of the store and the merchandise, and it looks absolutely awesome. They also have another story on Toy Story Land and Disney's Hollywood Studios. Everything and all that you need to know. So go ahead and check them out. Our friends over at WaltExpress.com. And that's a new article from yesterday, because actually the one I read yesterday, that was not it. So that's interesting. Um, my first article is on pre-selected fast passes included with a new Disney ticket offer. Did you see this? Yes. And I want to devote some time to this because I think okay, this is ahead. a really, no, go ahead. I think this is a really neat idea. Whoever thought of this, I mean, it's it's maximizing your, your profit, right? But uh, whoever thought of this, genius, great idea. So Walt Disney World is offering for guests to buy a one day, one park ticket. And according to the website and to WDW Magic, the guests have the option to purchase a ticket that already includes three fast pass attractions. So you won't be picking those. They will be chose for you. Is that how you understood it as well? Oh, I didn't realize they're going to be chosen for you. Well, I think that's what it said. I, I thought there was options. Well, so the so- guests plan to visit any one of the uh, Disney World parks for a day. They um, choose which pre oh okay they choose which pre selected fast pass ticket best fits the experience that they would like. So if they go to Magic Kingdom and they like the Fantasyland, right? Then they're going to get Small World, Dumbo, the Flying Elephant, and the Mad Tea Party. Right. There are different um, categories. Packages. Right. Futuristic and frightful. Obviously, Buzz Lightyear, Spin, Haunted Mansion, and Tomorrowland Speedway, which I still think is funny because. We reported earlier this year, maybe even last fall, that Tomorrowland Speedway is going away, but we're still going to be giving fast passes on that. How much longer do you propose that? They'll that be there happens? for a little while. So then they, then they have one for the pint-sized people. Uh, they like the little kids. Like people like myself or, or what? Kids. Because I'm pretty sure you don't. Your favorites aren't. The Barnstormer. Mm. The Magic Carpets I really of like. I really like the Barnstormer. Oh, do you? Oh, I love it. Well, one of the people that i booked for they were pretty excited about it the little girl remember going with grandma and grandpa or something and she wanted to do it because her brother wasn't old enough and so she wanted to do it for him um magic carpets of aladdin and then pirates of the caribbean which i find interesting but that's that we'll save that for a later episode in the week that crosses over all categories i believe well and it has you well two of them are in the same spot but barnstorm was clear across the park whimsical escapades you could do under the sea 
uh, Journey with the Little Mermaid, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, and The Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Then in Epcot, they have an immersive explorations uh, section, Spaceship Earth, Living with the Land, and the Seas with Nemo and Friends. Or you could do Delightful Encounters, The Seas with Nemo and Friends, Turtle Talk with Crush, and Journey into the Imagination with Figment. Anybody who listens to our show would probably not pick that one. I would say... (laughs) Based on our... Uh, Who doesn't like Figment, man? No, I mean, based on our critiquing versus... You know me, I, I'm a kid. Oh, I know that. So Hollywood Studios has sensational stage shows, which would be Beauty and the Beast for the first time in forever, Frozen Sing Along, which is your favorite. And... I really like that one. No, I know you do like it, but you're frozen, frozen in your mind. Right. <laughs> it's, it's time to move on. And Colin and I, by the way, while Aaron rides the Tower of Terror... Colin and I would be going to the sing-along. Oh, really? Yep. So she she doesn't want to see it? She wants to ride Tower of Terror. Yeah. Colin was going to ride it, but uh, I picked up fast passes for us to go somewhere else because he uh, chick- well, he chickened, he chickened out like me. I was going to say. He's like, I would Daddy, I really don't want to ride that one. I'm like, all right, dude, we'll go do something else. So I break out the MDE, looking at my account, and there's really nothing left. Because here, here here's a gripe of mine. Toy Story Midway Mania supposed to be open for fast passes. Yeah, and you said you looked and couldn't find. I them. cannot find it. My clients can't book them either. Uh, I even met up with one because he was he was worried, and uh, finally met up with him. And uh, actually, I met up with him like four hours away from home. By the way, right? Not just for that, but I happen to be out in the area. Sure. And uh, we could not get them loaded on our MDE. You know, Disney release saying that they're available and they're ready, but they're not. So I, I don't know what's going on there. So I. You just need to do what we do and get there first thing in the morning and walk straight there so that you can ride it. Well, I do. I, I have um, the Hollywood and Vine reservations. Oh, you did tell me that. Okay. Right. So but you ahead. also said you want to do the Star Tours. Anyway, so back then they have the movie-inspired excitement, which, of course, they took out our favorite of the movies, which we will not go to because you don't like it. But they have Muppet Vision 3D, Star Tours, and Indiana Jones. Then they switched over to Animal Kingdom. There's a couple packages there. Prehistoric and Whitewater Thrill. So you get you get to go on Dinosaur, Cali River Rapids, which you will be wet on, and Primeval Whirl. Or you could do the Wild Performances, which is Festival of the Lion King, Finding Nemo, and It's Tough to Be a Bug. So the one-day tickets from Magic Kingdom Park are good for one admission on a date that is valid for the ticket type peak regular or value and the tickets must be used on or before december 31st 2019 so this must be something they're just trying out right well, i wonder if if you go ahead and you and you opt into this one day uh ticket with pre-selected itineraries is what they're calling it or or fast passes i wonder if you're still able to make three fast pass choices on your own on the mde oh i don't know probably not but interesting i, I wonder if you can I like to once they once they start offering these. Are they offering them now? Is there a date on these guys? I didn't see. I, I was yep, looking now offering. So I guess until it's December thirty first, two thousand nineteen. immediately. Um, so I guess not. I wonder if you're able to link it up to your MDE account. I, I th- like it doesn't idea, say that at all. I like the idea of pre-selecting rides, but there's always going to be you know one ride that you really don't want to go on. I mean, shoot, it's like that anyway when you're making fast pass reservations in some parks. When the well, it was um, in Hollywood Studios. We always had a hard time, but now they. May, I mean, we'll still want to ride those rides in Toy Story Land. Don't hear what I'm not saying, but uh, before we had to pick before between Toy Story, Toy Story and we had to pick between that and Rock and Roller Coaster. And we love Rock and Roller Rock and Roller Coaster, so we wanted to make sure we went on so it. So this is a great idea. Yeah, they must um, have taken your idea that you wrote in about. Let's see here. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I came up with that one. Oh, you, you know, we've all seen this when we're heading over to the Magic Kingdom. You know, the airfield that's right over there uh, on the right-hand side when you're driving towards the Magic Kingdom. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do now. I had to visualize right. it. So Walt Disney World is going to begin construction at the resort's private airfield. So it looks like they're going to build another one. The submitted documents are for grading and stockpiling of an area. It's basically... A, I think the numbers I said was like 30 and a half or around 30 acres large. Um, it's just east of the old one of the, what is it? What, what do they call them? They call them short, uh, short something landing airports. They're called stoles. What's that stand for? I'm drawing a blank. Um, if I think about it, I'll let you guys know, but they're, that's an acronym for like short landing airports. Oh, okay. Um, so basically 
right across, just east of this, of the old runway, they're going to build a new one. Um, it says here in the article, this is a standard procedure, this filing that is, before actual construction begins, and the plan directly references a 24-foot wide road that will extend a current strip of a roadway and stretch along the plot's western perimeter with uh, future extensions in the works. The original airstrip was uh, small, which we all know that one. It basically was really small by any standards. It was built to accommodate a maximum of only four aircraft, um, and they didn't even have a hangar at the old airport. There was no hangar to house the aircraft. It was uh, meant as a means of travel to a larger local airport for guests and executives visiting Walt Disney World, and they did utilize that quite heavily. Uh, Disney had the intention of building a more service, full-service airport for the resort, so it basically never invested in any, in any additional facilities for uh, the airport. The full-scale airport never came uh, to fruition, as we know, and eventually the small airstrip fell completely out of use, so they stopped using it. And right now, the old airport is just used as a parking and storage facility. Uh, it's been like that since last December. So we'll see. It's very interesting to see this new airport they're going to construct and see if they're actually going to use it for what Disney intended to actually use that airport in the beginning was, you know, to wine and dine clients and to get into the get into the facility when you need to get there fast. Uh, I don't know if an exec needs to fly into Walt Disney World and, and handle some. Of course he does. You know? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Don't you want to be that exact? I do. So, uh, Chrissy, by the way, I don't know that we mentioned this, Nick, and I do want to throw it out there. Our friend Chrissy is has some health problems going on and some car issues, and so she's just uh, going to be away from us for a while until she can work it out in her schedule, and we just want to let her know that we do miss her. Uh, she just sent us an article to report on for the news this week, which I thought was very nice of her. Like just now? Just this. Okay. Yeah, just now for reals. Um, she wanted to let us know that, unfortunately, there's no way that Disney said they could tell us this, but the iconic carrot cake cookie has made big changes and will now be different. It would not be what everybody remembers. And um, you can still find the carrot cake cookie at the trolley car treats in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, it's about three ninety nine, or you can use a snack credit for it, but it, it will not be the same carrot cake cookie that they remember. And she said that she remembers the day that they used to have carrot cake. So instead of what they used to put between it, I guess it was thick frosting, but now it's going to be like a whoopie pie. <laughs> you got to love that. Okay. You know where it is. It's like two pieces of cake and then they have icing in between it. Right. It was two thin layers. You can see they're thin layers, mm-hmm. like kind of like a bagel thin. It's like you know an what oatmeal is. pie from. Right. Well, now it looks like two muffins like a muffin cut in half with a little bit of icing in the middle it does it looks like the bottom half of a hamburger bun but two of those bottom halves yes and they're put together so uh she wanted to let us know the sad news of her favorite cookie being discarded i just remembered what stole port means oh i think i remembered short uh short takeoff and landing well that sounds right i think that's what that stands for very sorry listeners i uh Lost you my digress. Words there. I lost my words there. I couldn't remember. It's all good. Affinity There's war. so many uh, acronyms for Disney. I mean, seriously, that's why yeah, sometimes. Like government. Well, when we were interviewing last week with Joey and he was saying AI and then you were Is saying. Um, Don't you think that's true about anything? ADRs. Well, with our job. I hate forced acronyms, by the way. Like ones that are forced like, I know that's what an acronym is. But right. Like, when you, I guess it wouldn't even be an acronym. I don't know. You know, like, we see it in the education world where you come up with a plan. IEP, PLC. Let, no, 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 no. You come up with a plan. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's give it a name. Okay. Well, let's rearrange the wording of the steps, the procedures to give it an acronym. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? No, I know. Because so it's a lot of times like I'm like. The procedure, the steps are changed just so it fits a cool acronym. Uh, maybe so. And anyway. Um, Avengers. Can we talk about that? Infinity sure. War? I was just talking about Joey with it uh, earlier uh, on this movie earlier before he came in the room. And uh, Infinity War has become the fastest film to gross $1 billion. Oh, wow. I know, right? Disney and Marvel's Avengers Infinity War continued its domination over the box office this weekend by earning $112.5 million domestically from over 4,474 theaters. The film grossed another $162.6 million for a foreign total of, get this, $713.3 million and 
billion worldwide. That foreign weekend total includes 17.6, I feel like Pitbull from that old commercial, you know, 96% of 4%. Remember that commercial? No? And you're not listening. I was that not. That is awesome. I no, apologize. You're getting, me back. you're getting me back. No, it's okay because Chrissy's texting. So the 17.6 million is from Russia alone, uh, which was the biggest opening weekend of all time in that country. Was Infinity War. There are only five films that have ever hit this milestone, Vixter, of 100 million mark in their second weekends. You want to get wow. a guess? No, I don't. Listeners, you know? You, sure, a you trillion get a dollars. Come on. Come on. No, no, one million. The one million mark within oh, the second weekend. Within the second weekend? Yeah. What day? Is that what you're asking me? No, what movie? You truly are not listening oh. to me. I'll just give them to you. Star Wars. I have ADD the listener, today. The listeners are like, just say it, Nick, for the love of Pete. Uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens still holds the title for the biggest second weekend with 149 million. Avengers Affinity War has become now the fastest film ever to gross one billion in only 11 days. The film opens in China. China? Yep. It's final major market on May 11th. This, oh. This Friday. That's coming soon to a theater near you. In China. <laughs> so uh, Disneyland had their Star Wars night Good event. for you for talking about Disneyland, man. And Star Wars. I'm doubly getting points here. So uh, this past Friday, or excuse me, Thursday, on March the 3rd, they had their Star Wars night. It didn't end until midnight so that their guests would be able to celebrate. You know what that is? Cinco de Mayo? Oh. I wasn't listening to you. Yes, I know. So they were celebrating on Thursday, May the 3rd. Oh, May the 3rd, got it. And it didn't close until midnight so that they could celebrate. May the 4th. As in May the 4th be with you. And I texted you, May the 4th be with you, and got nothing in return. I got a... Was it the text with Juan Solo? Yes. That was from you? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I've been talking about that to everyone that, hey, I got this text. I didn't realize it was from you. I'm it sorry. was from me. Vicky, but- I'm sorry. That was the best text ever. I was telling Hefe about it today. Oh, I know. Speaking I meant to just send Solo, it to him. He was laughing hysterically. Well, I sent it to you. It's this Mexican, right, with a sombrero. Okay. No, I did not get that from me. It says Juan Solo. No, mine says something. I'm going to the dark in, side. No, I, mine was Lego he's Man. He's in a wand suit. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. That was you. not mine. That, and it actually was from Angela. Yeah, our listener a, Angela sent it to us. And I saw the comment on Facebook. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Angela. But anyway, so, and then she gave credit to the person that she got it from. But anyway, so they have this night. And for that night only, they had fireworks at Sleeping Beauty's Castle. And um, let's see, they had the March of the First Order featuring Captain. And Phasma, which I now realize is a woman because you told me this. And <laughs> could you not tell by the voice? Well, you never saw the film. I didn't see the film, but that voice is it's like the it's, chick from uh, Game of Thrones. And you don't I watch don't Game watch Game of Thrones, so Man, that Vixer. would be an issue. Okay. Well, anyway, they came to the stage three times in Tomorrowland at Disneyland, and the lightsaber masters taught an aspiring Jedi in front of "It's a Small World." And they had a panel of WDI designers discuss Star Wars Galaxies in the Fantasy I, excuse me, Fantasyland Theater. There were also two continuous activities, the Galactic Dance Party with the DJ, which those are really cool, Nick. I don't care if they're Galactic. I don't care if they're Christmas. I don't care if they're Chippendales Dance Party. Those are really fun. They bring in fun DJs and then they bring out. So I'm wondering, it doesn't say for sure, but... Um, I'm assuming that they had out Star Wars characters to dance with the people because when they have that at uh, Hollywood Studios, they bring out like characters at the holiday one. They're dressed for Christmas. And yeah, I'm sure they did. So, but it sounded like a well, lot you know, of fun. You mean like Daisy and Donald and Mickey dressed up? Or are you talking about actual characters from the movie? I thought maybe they bring out actual Star Wars characters. Right. Because it was a Galactic Knight spectacular. Oh, Disney had a lot of complaints when they were dressing up the characters as Star Wars characters. Oh, you mean... Remember that? Remember that? But I meant dressing up people to look like Han Solo and... Yeah. And... uh, Have Harrison Ford there. Luke Skywalker and... (laughs) I'm losing it right now. Because one of my students called me out on it today. It's okay. Juan Solo. She said something about... What about Star Wars? And I said, um, I really don't like Star Wars. And she's like, what? Mrs. Black, how can you not love Star Wars? I know. It's a sad day. Changes coming soon to the lost and found at Walt Disney World. 
You bring your ID to get your sunglasses? <laughs> no, no, it makes it even easier to get sunglasses. Later this month, Walt Disney World will implement a new procedure that will make it easier for guests to be reunited with any items they've lost in the theme parks. Beginning May 21st, guests can visit DisneyWorld.com forward slash lost and found on their smartphone to report any lost items rather than visiting guest relations. You know, typically in the front of the park. Right. As items are found, cast members will be able to search through the online reports to match items with their owners. So this is kind of cool. Is this going to create jobs? And guests will also receive periodic updates about their lost items. But you're not going to be able to go get a free pair of sunglasses because you're going to have to know what it looks like. Right. A black pair of Ray-Bans sunglasses <laughs> that were left at Magic Kingdom. I mean... An iPhone could, could these thousand Could these thousand black Ray-Bans be yours? Oh, my gosh. You know what I'm saying? What this day did true. you leave it on? I don't know. We were there for three days in a row. You know, I I, it could <laughs> be, I didn't realize till the end of my trip. Christmas shopping for right. sunglasses. So I think they've really made it easier because now you don't have to lie to the person to their face. Now you just take a picture. No, I'm joking. To I, I, I'm joking. No, I know. I just... Uh, I had heard that at one time that they get so many pairs of sunglasses you could simply walk up and say, I lost well, a pair we, of sunglasses. Remember I tried that. Yeah. And it didn't work. Right. Yeah. I, I was shocked me. it didn't work. I mean, but they, somebody told me they you snipped be able out to do my it. BS right off the bat, though. They're like, this guy's looking for sunglasses. Right. And they took a picture of you and put it all over Disney World. So be, they a bolo. Be on the lookout. So Descendants 3, the cast came out. Did you see this? Nope, because I really don't. I'll be honest, I'm not into Descendants. Well, and you don't have a girl. I think if Colin, Colin was at first, and I'm like, I put a snip, I nip that. <laughs> you're like, you're done, dude. You love Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, you love Star right. Wars. And he, he does love Star Wars. You don't like High School Musical. <laughs> you don't like Glee. You don't know. I'm just joking. He it's likes okay. to sing. He likes to sing and dance. I was going to say, yeah, he does. you got to let him do I some. post Instagram. Uh, I have no, posts I on Instagram of him singing all the time. Greatest Showman. Yes, I know. Oh, yeah. He loves it. He's like, Despacito. Was that the Greatest Showman? Yes, it was. So anyways, um, they're bringing in Dr. Facilier and his daughter from The Princess and the Frog. They're bringing that, those characters into the uh, Descendants 3 movie. And it says that Jamal Sims has been cast as the part of Facilier and the Disney Channel original movie will, uh, with Jada Marie being his daughter, Celia. And that Sims will actually be pulling double duty as he will also serve as the choreographer for the film alongside of Kenny Ortega, which he's the guy that did all the choreography for High School Musical. If you did or did not know that, I'm not sure. I, again, had a daughter at that age, so it was a big deal. But The Princess and the Frog was released in 2009 and marked Disney's uh, return to a hand-drawn animation because we, we didn't have that for so long. And so the story was set in New Orleans. And so they're adding that storyline into The Descendants 3, which should be pretty interesting actually and i know that you didn't watch it or well you said you did to some extent but uh the first couple episodes i liked that um i just like how they brought the story together and seeing the good and the bad and being friends and it kind of reminded me of sky high a little bit okay remember that um goofy is joining disney junior play and dine at hollywood studios and i am very excited about this by the way since i do have a reservation there this summer Oh, good. Uh, let's see here. Beginning I, this Sunday, May 13th. That's the Sunday. Yes, Mother's Day. Go, uh, yeah, speaking of Mother's Day, ADD kicking or ADHD kicking in here. I ordered, Colin and I got everything we needed for our, our lovely mother, on, my wife, on Amazon. And you got your mother something too, I, right? Oh, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> I totally forgot. I was so worried about Aaron. I totally forgot my own mom. I got to get on Amazon now. Well, I haven't bought my mom's yet, but I already but ordered But you can get anything on Amazon. Yes, you can. Like, we ordered her this awesome card that's like a die. You, you, you know, you, you open it up, and like this 3D pop-out, this die cut of like a kiddo being held by mommy, you know, right. saying, mama, love you, you know, like flowers blooming, all, you know, the, the sweet stuff. He doesn't have access to your credit card, so like he can't get online and order without no. you, right? So I got a card. No, I disabled that function on his tablet. We have the same Amazon account, but I defunct. I disabled that function. Then I got Aaron a card, same concept. Pops, you know, three D die cut pops out, and it's a cactus or cacti mm-hmm. with a sombrero on, smiling. That's all it is. It's like not even a Mother's Day card. You just like so. It. I'm gonna. It was just cool. You can put Happy Mother's Day to my wonderful wife in Spanish. <laughs> no, I'm totally going to. Yeah. So you know, moms across uh, the world, we love you. Thank you. For everything you do, because we all know raising a child, and, and I'll, 
it, it is the hardest thing that we will ever do in this life. I kid you not. Uh, I learned that, you know, I, along with everyone else. I remember my parents telling me that when I was a child. Just wait till you have children. You know, it's so true. And you have to spank them. And then you're like, hey, this hurts me more than it hurts you. I do not spank Colin. Sorry, I'm one of those parents. Been there, done that, tried it. I can't do it. You know, it's all about talking with them and, and you know, what? You're looking at me like, oh, you're one of those parents. <laughs> I can't do it. It's a generational gap thing, I think, you know? Let's see here. What was I talking about? I was talking about I interrupted Goofy. you, but you were no, saying No, and I Goofy's, kept going. May 13th, Goofy's joining Hollywood right, and Vine. Right, dine at Hollywood and Vine and Disney Hollywood Studios. See, I was So listening. this is pretty cool because we have a reservation, an ADR there, I believe on the 22nd, if anyone wants to join us, and uh, of June. And Goofy will be in his racing suit from Mickey and the Roadster Racers, which debuted on Disney Junior last year, by the way. He will be taking over for the Handy Manny. <laughs> I'm so glad he is because I did some YouTube searches on this and, and, and read up on it and to see if Colin would even like it. And the only reason why we're doing it is so we can sign him up for the Jedi Academy before everyone gets in there and hopefully get on some rides, right? I mean, and walk around the park. Right. That's really the only reason I'm spending over $100 to have that freedom of signing him up and walking around. Um, and hopefully the food will be pretty good. Like, I don't even care if we get there and I cancel it minutes before we're supposed to show up. It's a $30 fee. That's well worth getting in the park early. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I mean, yes, I'm, I for do, real. But I don't know where you're going to get breakfast because... Your your uh, options are limited. We're now not that a breakfast. I'm like, not a breakfast eater. The only one really oh. is Colin. Uh, so anyway, look for that this Sunday, May 13th. Goofy, go see Goofy. Get your picture taken. So I know you will be so excited to hear this. I know I was. Are you ready? Drum roll, Brad. American Idol has been renewed for another season. It really had enough. Had good ratings. Yes, it did. Because I thought it, Aaron watches it and she has it on in the background when I'm working on stuff for school or, or the podcast, right? I wasn't impressed. Oh, really? Yeah. There are some pretty good singers in this thing. And I know have, that's have they down Have they downscaled it a lot? It seems like... No. In fact, they... Um, it, seemed, it just seemed low key. Like even Ryan Seacrest wasn't as dressed up as in years past. Oh, I don't know about that part. But I just mean as far as... They used to have to sing a cappella, and then I think they realized if you're going to perform, you're not really going to sing a cappella. So that's a stupid thing to have people audition like that. So then they said, "Well, you can bring your instrument." And this is before the original one was gone, so they could bring a guitar or they could play their piano. Well, now that they're doing that, these kids are amazing. Like they're a 15 year old, and she wrote a song, and it was good. And one of my favorites got uh, cut off. Spoiler alert! In case anybody hasn't watched it from Sunday, got cut off. She was quirky, but I loved her because you never knew what she was going to do or how she was going to change up a song. And so it was super cool. And so we're pretty excited. Now they're in it. This is another thing. It's putting generations together. So it's like a family show for us. They said that people, uh, the major ages are, excuse me, 18 to 49. So that would be like right in our realm where our kids are. And it gives us something to watch. Although we watched it all through their teen years. When did that start? The original one started in the summer of 2002, uh, right before Kaylee started kindergarten. And we watched it all. Whoa. The- Are you kidding me? Kaylee, kindergarten, 2002? Yeah. Oh, what? my gosh. I just feel <laughs> extremely old now. <laughs> good, good. Because, you know, your wife makes I us was, feel old on a daily where basis. Where was I? I was stationed at Nellis Air Force Base. There you go. Out in Vegas in 2002. So, yeah. It, the summer of 2002, I taught summer school. And that was, the kids would come in every day and they'd be like, Mrs. Bob. Did you watch American Idol? And so I didn't know anything about it. So I started watching it so I could talk to the kids about it and fell in love with it. And that was the year Kelly Clarkson won. And she's huge. And um, so, yeah, we watched it every season, except for we could not get into the season with Nicki Minaj. And Hefe will even tell you it was a hard season because why they brought her. Oh, Nicki's on it. She was in on that season. Yeah, she's my third wife. She, oh, brother. So, so. So who are we at? We're at uh, Luke. Bryan. I like all the crazy ones. My wives. What? So Aaron's my first wife. Oh yeah. Angelina Jolie's my second wife. Yeah. Who's my Who's my you third just said one? Christina Aguilera. No. No, uh, no. It was Beyonce, Nikki right? Minaj. No, it's Beyonce now. When I was oh, going so to now Nikki. your fourth wife yeah. is Nicki Minaj. Nikki. She's nasty. All crazy women, including my wife. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's saying this because his wife never listens to us. 
Um, the the judges now are Luke Bryan and Katy Perry and Lionel Richie. They're not as harsh as Simon Cowell was, and that's you know Brad's like, you know I do miss that about them, but. It was cool this time, as I told you. They had a Disney section. Um, they did songs, and it is uh, because it's on ABC. It is under Disney name, and that's what they were saying. Just another thing that Disney has to add to their notch on their belt, if you want to, for a better, not a better way to say it. But I was very excited about that. I know you're not. Go. No, it's all good. <laughs> well, if you head or, head over at WaltExpress.com, yeah, you can go ahead and find a, an article that they've posted up there. Uh, they, they've written actually uh, on the new Disney style store. Disney style store opened up back on May sixth. Right, right, Vixer. Sounds. I right. think it did. Uh, the store was announced back in March, and it takes over for the former Harley Davidson building uh, that was on the west side. The Disney style will feature fashionable, or does right now, apparel and accessories that were inspired by all attractions at Disney parks and favorite Disney characters. I am so glad that Disney opened up a store that will provide customers, you know, um, or guests some Disney style, you know? I mean, that's, well, that's the new thing. Right. Buying shirts. Well, you make them all the time, right? I mean, you have oh, them made. Right. Yeah. So Disney has tapped into that market realizing that, hey, all of our guests are coming to Disney World and Disneyland with pre-made shirts and they're, they got some great ideas. You know, let's open up our own store. I can only assume that's what they're thinking, and they did. And some of the apparel—I mean, it's simply amazing. It's—it's it's really neat. Well, th- but they have that T-shirt store down on the other end of by the Christmas store where they always have the so ornaments. This is different. This is amazing. No, no, no. If you haven't checked out the pictures of what they offer, I—I re- I mean, I read about it, but I did not check out the pictures. But we just—that's where we made those first couple shirts. Extra Joey designed both of them. I mean, anything you would want to express your style, right? They have it. Very cool. Uh, one thing I did realize, I've come to realize this in the past month, I've owned my orange bird hat okay. that I purchased. I don't see any other dudes wearing that hat. What? No, I don't. Why is that a bad thing? On You're Instagram, starting a trend. Periscope, pictures I see online. I don't see any dudes so wearing that So is that a that bad thing? Hat. I don't know. I still wear mine. It, you're starting a trend. You know what I'm saying? Sort How of many like, people do you think wear a chicken strips hat like my son? Chi- what? He has a chicken strips hat. What is a chicken strips hat? It's a hat and it says chicken strips. I don't get it. Because everywhere he goes, what does he order? You're with us. Oh, yeah, right. Chicken no, I get strips. It. So I don't think there's anything wrong that makes you unique and makes you you. So we know okay. that you love the orange bird. Did you hear about the new zebras? Switching gears here. You're going to talk about this? Well, I did this on purpose, but I left it purposely blank. I wanted to just get a rise out of you and have you talk about it. Do you, you have stink. the story? I do, but don't it's find not it. my next thing. Find it. Th- okay, well, don't. It's fine. You want to wait? Yeah, I'll wait. Okay, oh, let's wait, wait. I found it. Animal Kingdom to introduce two new baby zebras. They look adorable. Bulls. Now, together, they look like an adult zebra. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's a lame joke. Okay. So, the exciting thing that happened is the gravies. You know, get it? The stripes. Make them look like... Okay. I gotcha. All right. The gravy zebras are the world's most endangered zebra species with approximately only 2,500 left in our world. Wow. And so fortunately, um, the zebras at Animal Kingdom were able to give birth to these two baby fowls or foals, excuse me, like a horse, same thing. Layla or Layli and Zuri um, gave birth to fowls on April 26th and May 1st. Oh, it's two different moms. Why did I think it was one mom giving birth to two zebras? I guess that would be two moms, one daddy. Ooh, I don't know. That's a good story, right? It's like that. Um, and it's interracial. It's like. <laughs> says all four zebras will eventually join the rest of the herd at the gorilla expedition. The moms and the two babies will be at the gorilla expedition. So can, can zebras be domesticated? I mean, can you ride a zebra? Can you saddle it up? and You could on racing stripes. <laughs> Did you see that movie? No. <laughs> For real? No. Uh, I think it's a Disney movie. Isn't that a Disney movie? Uh, he doesn't know. Look it up. That's your job. Okay. So, can you? Can you saddle up a they, zebra? Well, they did in that movie. It wanted to be a racer. It wanted to be a horse. I wonder how it compares to a horse. You know, I don't know. Well, they don't have... There's something about their glands that they don't have that horses do that that they can sweat and cool themselves off like a person. And so, um, they didn't... That's what this movie was all about. They thought it was funny that the zebra... Or crazy that the zebra wanted to be a racing zebra. Hmm. All right. So Joey's going to look it up for us. I thought it was a Disney movie for some reason. I have some info on a proposed raise. 
Did you propose race for us? No, no, not not for us, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, Disney, uh, $15 per hour wage increase. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's a big increase. Uh, benefit cuts under consideration by Walt Disney World union members. A proposal that looked to some as a possible end to an almost year-long series of wage negotiations between the Walt Disney World Resort and labor unions representing its cast members is still being debated. Earlier today, this obviously was the other day, but earlier this week, I should say, the Service Trades Council Union, which represents about 38,000 resort cast members, failed to reach a decision on an offer that would give them the $15 per hour pay increase they had long been seeking. But only if the unions uh, conceded to cuts in other areas such as overtime and holiday pay. So there's pros and cons to everything, right? So Disney's going to come out even or ahead on this no matter what. That's what businesses do. I know. But uh, that seems sad. The president of the, of the Service Trades uh, Council Union, Ed Chambers, said of the proposal, it was dead on arrival. These are all things we've bargained for for the past 40 plus years. So everything, you know, that the union works towards to bargain for. Right. And then Disney wants to snip everything they've worked towards the past 40 years just to give them the 15, you know, balancing it out. Basically, we're going to give you that wage increase. We're going to take away some things that, you know, we've offered in the past for negotiations. Uh, Let's see here. The contract in question will see the minimum pay for Walt Disney World cast members increase from $10 an hour to thirteen dollars an hour by two thousand nineteen and fourteen up to fourteen dollars an hour by twenty twenty. And then finally fifteen dollars an hour by twenty twenty one. So this isn't gonna come all at once. Right. Of course it's not Chambers well this is what this is the contract for three years. This is the contract in, in question. Chambers stated that many union leaders believe the cost of the deal was too high. And that the implications to overtime compensation, holiday pay, and changes into protocol for cast members looking to transfer positions uh, for uh, or for rights was basically just unacceptable. We're not going to do this. The president uh, of the union, let's see here, Uni- Unite Here, Local 362, one of the unions represented in this, Eric Clinton, believes that this deal is still open for consideration or negotiation. So this is interesting. You have two different unions, one saying it's dead on arrival, the other saying, hey, you know what? I'm in consideration of opening this for for further negotiations. Clinton said uh, to flat out say no to that kind of money is irresponsible. So we're kind of going through the same thing yes, here in are. Francis Hall, where it's not really split 50-50, but you have a group within the same union saying, hey, let's go back to the table. I think this is negotiable. And the other you know, the other group saying, no, no, this is yeah. awful. It's, it, enough is enough. Let's, we need our money. So Joey gave us an update on our zebra story. Oh, did he? Okay. He said, Racing Stripes, I Was Wrong, was not a Disney movie. I don't know why I thought it was. It was a, it was a tearful story, so I think that's why I just related it to Disney. But he said you can train zebras to race, but it's not always humane in the way that people do it. So don't be riding any zebras. That's all I'm saying. So this was interesting, Nick. And I don't know if you saw this, but that the redheaded pirate, you know, the the woman that we took out of the auction of the Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm over in Cali now. Well, she wasn't a pirate. She was she was a captured lady that was being sold by pirates. Well, they're calling her red, the redheaded pirate now. And she is going to be a walk-around character at Disneyland. Did you see that this week? Oh, that's neat. I wonder if people are going to whistle at her as she goes by. I don't know. But right. she's <laughs> going to be in New Orleans Square um, outside of the Pirates of the Caribbean in Disneyland. I wonder if people will offer her money. I don't know. How funny would that be? They said she was super excited about the, the job and being able to meet with the The animatronics people. said that, huh? No. I know. I'm joking with Oh, you. okay. I was like, what? No, you know I'm not. No. Okay, sorry. <laughs> New Disney after hour dates announced for select dates June through September. Sadly, though, none of them will be when I'm there. So sad. So sad. Disney has announced that the very popular Disney after hours hard ticketed event is coming back to Magic Kingdom Park beginning at the end of June. The event is limited to a smaller number of guests that want you to see, or excuse me, that want you what you would want to see on a typical day at the park. Gee, why was that so hard to get out? Uh, guests uh, attending can experience little to no wait time 
at more than 25 attractions and experiences, including fan favorites. And we all know some of those. You know, Under the Sea, you know, The Mine Train, um, Space Mountain, uh, Peter Pan and Flight, things like that. Popcorn, ice cream, novelties. Oh, I'm not going to get into that, but let's get into, do we so, have the dates here? What's I don't up? know, but how sweet of an idea was that? Because if they're doing that at the end of June, it's going to alleviate some of the traffic. Some of the people are going to buy those Harker ticket events instead of going over with the crazy people over at Hollywood Studios for Toy Story Land. So now they're get to, they're yeah. going to, I think that they're going to make some yeah. bank money like that. So we have uh, June 28th, and all of these are from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m., except for August 30th. Okay, August 30th and September 20th are going to be your oddballs from 9 p.m. to 12 a.m., so just keep that in consideration. But it looks like they have June 28th, 30th, July 7th, 9th, 14th, 21st, 28th, August 4, 11, and 30, and September 20th. Wow. Yep. It's a lot of dates. Let's see here. I'm looking. Oh, no, I have one more. I don't know. How how many more articles do you have? I'm not sure. Not a whole lot. I will just... uh, I'll, I'll read off mine, and we'll let you go ahead and finish your news off, and then take us back, if that's okay. That is okay. All right, so Walt Disney World cancels the Night of Joy event. I had this. For good. Why don't you talk about it? No, it's your okay. it's your article. It's all good. Walt Disney World has announced this morning that, uh, obviously not this morning, this was would have been a couple days ago, uh, that it's no longer hosting the annual Night of Joy. Are you sad about this? It's a, a I'm Christian because it was 35 years. It's a Christian musical festival that has been held for more than 35 years. I wonder if they just didn't have attendance. I wonder if it was dwindling down. So according to the Orlando Sentinel, the Night of Joy event will not take place in 2018, and no plans exist to bring it to bring it back or another Christian music festival uh, there at Disney World. A spokeswoman from Disney confirmed to the Sentinel. This past Thursday, that the last event was the last year that they'll have it. Well, and the second night, if you remember right, got canceled because of Hurricane Irma. Yep. So that one was canceled. But um, they did say that Mercy Me is going to perform. That's a great band, by the way. At something called Eat to the Beat concert series at Epcot. So they'll still be around. And I'm sure they're going to still use some of these performers uh, to do the... Christmas, the candlelight processional. So sad that it's going away, but just like everything else, we have to bear with the change and something better maybe come along. The Run Disney Star Wars Rival Run Weekend replacing the Star Wars Half Marathon. Did you know about this? The dark side? I I caught wind of it. Uh, I did not... I did not... They announced it this weekend. ...print it off or anything. I didn't didn't print off any Disney... I mean, excuse me, any Star Wars stuff. So they consider uh, May 4th Star Wars Day... And Run Disney and the Disney Parks blog took the opportunity to announce that the Star Wars Rival Run Weekend would be coming to the Walt Disney World next April. Star Wars Rival Run Weekend will take place April 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th and feature the 5K to 10K and the Half Marathon. The runners will be able to choose a side and celebrate epic Star Wars rivalries. There will also be two challenges, the Star Wars Rival Run Challenge, a 10K and a Half Marathon, and the Run Disney Kessel Run Challenge, completing the Star Wars Rival Half Marathon. And how many parsecs are we supposed to run that in? I'm sorry, what? what, Find out the joke. Get back to me. Okay. So the Star Wars Rival Run Weekend event replaces the previous Half Marathon Dark Side theme. I I don't understand that. Why? I don't know why they did that. Anyway, originally the Disneyland Resort was home to the light side of the Half Marathon with Walt Disney World hosting the dark side, but Run Disney was forced to cancel all Disneyland resort races starting in 2008 due to ongoing construction so the star wars rival run weekend will be presented by otterbox very interesting i didn't understand that of course i don't run the marathon so but it didn't sound like a positive thing it sounded like a sad thing what oh that's good stuff making changes yeah but then they won't have one in disneyland they'll come up with something the california people they'll do run something. all the way to florida now they'll do something better I mean, they'll, they'll, do, they'll do something. Something. They're just not going to do nothing. Right. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll make it more, something Pixar. They're really um, beefing up this cast of Maleficent because now they've hired Harris Dickinson to be a part of it as well. He's Who, going to play the who's prince. Who's that? He's a famous, um, I don't know if he's been on Disney, the Disney Channel, or just a bunch of younger kid movies. And I know it because of my kids. But he's a nice looking guy and he will be the love interest of Elle Fanning, which is, of course, Aurora for oh. for the upcoming Maleficent. Okay. But I mean, last week they announced 
you know, the two characters that were going to be on there. Now they're given two more. So that's pretty entertaining. And I think you have one more item to talk about. So what do you got? So the Frozen on Broadway that the first weekend did not get that great of reviews right. has now secured three Tony nominations. So they're pretty excited about it, even though the reviews were not that great. As we reported from our good friend Lee out in Cali telling us, sending us that article, letting us know that it had beat out the producers as far as selling tickets and stuff. So it looks good. Now it's got Tony nominations. That's always good for a musical. Of course, it is Disney. So I expect that they will win. Don't you? I'm sorry. What? (laughs) I said this. My ADHD kicked in. I checked a text message. I... I'm looking at this Edwards Jones box. I'm wondering what's in this box. You can look inside can of I it. Can I look inside you of it? You can look inside of it. I'm it's, I'm dying to know. It's actually really nice. This but, is a nice box. But every it's smooth. Yes. It's leather. It's a leather smooth box. Yes. I'm it's opening green. it up. It's like uh, oh, oh, tie tack. It is for 20 years of service. It's got diamonds in it. Ooh, Bradley. Nice. He has one for every. He has the five year, the ten year, the fifteen year. Is diamonds for twenty? And they're all in, yeah. Okay. They're all in the box. <laughs> oh, they're all underneath. No, that's the twenty year one. And then if you Dude, go in our you bedroom, get something cool like that. Are these you, real diamonds? If you go into the bedroom, you'll find three more yeah, these green are, boxes. These are real. Five year, ten year, fifteen years. I wonder what that wave is supposed to be. It's the stock market. Oh, the up and the down. Yeah. Got it. But anyway, it's a good company to work That's for. cool. All right. Sorry. Now that I know it's in the box, I will listen to you. What did you say? <laughs> I said, don't you think that Frozen will take it because it is a Disney movie and a lot of times Disney takes Oh, hands down it will. Yeah, you know it will. All right. And that's all you got? All right. So, Vickster listeners, Vicky's going to take us back. Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So, if your imagination is ready, here we go. April 9th, or, <laughs> I've gone back in time. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys No, no, we're, we're rolling. <laughs> May the 9th, 2006. Oh, my gosh. Actor Jacob Young. But it's, but it's really okay because we really are going back in time. This is true. Actor Jacob Young debuts as Lumiere in Disney's stage musical Beauty and the Beast. He played the role of J.R. on ABC's All My Children, and then he got to go play Lumiere in the Broadway musical, which is pretty, I would think would be cool. Go from a soap opera to a Broadway musical. I'll take it. So this is May 10th, 2008. That will be my daughter's 21st birthday on May the 10th. So shout out to her. And I, this is one of her favorite rides. It previewed uh, in Hollywood Studios Toy Story Midway Mania on May 10th, 2008. And it was only for the annual pass holders. Nobody else got to write it. But it officially opened later that month in 2008. <laughs> May 11th, Walt Disney World officially crowns Merida from Disney's Pixar Brave as the... Do you remember what number? I do not. She's the 11th Disney princess. She's right up there with your favorite girlfriend. Snow. Yep. Cinderella, Aurora, Ariel, Jasmine, we- Belle, Mulan, Pocahontas, Tiana, yep, and yep, yep. Rapunzel. Welcomed her into their family of princesses. And don't forget Lafew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he wishes he was a princess. Okay. Yes. May 12th, 1993. Walter Elias Disney is inducted into the Hall of Famous Missourians. Obviously, he was already passed on. Uh, it was created by the Missouri Capital Society, and the Hall of Famous Missourians occupies the third floor of the rotunda area of the Capitol building. And did you guys look at that when you went on the fourth grade field trip? Yeah, they have all the busts up there. And so you ha- got to see his? Yep. Very cool. May 12, 1956. The Main Street horseless carriage begins operating at Disneyland. Thought that was pretty cool. May 13th, 1992. Mother's Day for those of you that have not shopped yet. Uh, May 13th, 1992 is Disneyland's Fantasmic, a new nighttime fireworks and visual hydrotechnics show. So let me ask you a question. Speaking of Mother's Day, since I ordered for my wife and I forgot my own mom. Flowers. Do I order something on Amazon and have it delivered to her house? Sure. And that's good enough? Sure. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. It's in, open the box. Or get some flowers. Okay. So From Amazon? Uh, <laughs> you can get it from wherever you want. Can you get flowers from Amazon? You should get Sherry's Berries. Anyways, May 13th, 1992. Disneyland's Fantasmic opens up in Frontierland. And um, we all know that show. It's one of our favorites. Nick doesn't always go to it, though. I I'll be going this year. 
I know. I just I assume that you win every time, like I do, because you're I'm a freak. But no, nah, I get kind of I've been getting kind of tired of my older age. Like I want to go back to the you know, earlier to, than that. Yeah, and then and then we'll, I'll get my second wind like around eight o'clock and change your mind. Yeah, which is when fat our phantasmic starts anyway. So May fourteenth, two thousand nine, three characters from the new Disney Pixar animated comedy Up make a surprise visit to the Disney's Hollywood Studios in Florida. Which is interesting to me that it says it made a surprise visit because they became the characters. We were there that summer is when we were there and the kids got their picture taken with Mr. Fredrickson and Russell. We did not see Doug, but it says Doug was there. Um, So what are you surprised with? I don't. Because they said it's a surprise. But they were like they had their own painted background of a house with balloons. So for what? a little while they did, and then they right. them. Yeah, well, and then they end up closing it down anyway. When I ran in uh, the Disney uh, marathon, they had that we ran right past them, and I got my picture taken with them. And I'm closing out this week. Okay. On May fifteenth, nineteen ninety five, that is when the California Grill restaurant opened on the fifteenth floor of the Contemporary Restaurant. I mean, Contemporary Resort. Excuse me. At Walt Disney World, and it's the one that we go to every Christmas that I recommend for people. If you would like to go there and watch the fireworks from the top of there, it is awesome. And I would highly, highly, highly recommend it if you can afford it or if you're on the dining plan. Well, thank you, Vicki, for taking us back. Vicki, I got to ask you a question. How many days do we have left of uh, the final push of listeners submitting their friends subscribing to the podcast. Oh, wow. We don't have that many left. Let me think about this. So, hmm. technically, what's three. three more days. Well, today, so right. really two. By Friday, we'll have to... Friday is the 11th, but yes. we said the 15th, I thought. No, you said April 11th to the 11th. Oh, I did. Okay. Ooh, it's this Friday. Mm-hmm. All righty. So, so listeners, I'm counting today, but, you know... This is your last push. You just have a couple more days. Uh, go ahead and submit. And what we're doing is, you know, if, if you're new to the Mouse Pates podcast, we we started something about a month ago, and you have an opportunity to earn a $50 Disney gift card. And all you have to do is take a picture of your buddy subscribing to the Mouse Pates podcast. And whoever has the most by this Friday and we tally them up, well, when are we going to announce it? I guess we will announce it on our Monday's episode. Vixer? Yep. Okay. We'll announce it on our Monday's episode who won, and we will be sending that gift card out to you. So don't forget, take a picture of your buddy, subscribe to the Mousecapades podcast, and send them our way. You can text them at 407-674-0414. If you have a question, comment, or be a guest on our show, again, you can contact us at that texting number, 407-674-0414. 0414 or email us mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com looking to book your next Disney vacation with us you can always contact us travel at mousecapadespodcast.net we also want to thank our sponsors over at Walt Express go ahead and check them out if you want to become that Disney expert on tips deals and all things Disney check out our friends at waltexpress.com Vixter I think it's about that time peace and love Have Have a magical magical day, day, my friends. friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.